Hello, everybody. Welcome to In My Humble Opinion Sports Podcast. It's the best day of the year. It's opening day for the football season. I am so pumped. I know David's so pumped. Before we get started, please give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at IMHO Sports Pod. Again, that's IMHO Sports Pod. So, I know we took a little bit of a break. We got a little wrapped up and we had our fantasy football draft during a weekend in Savannah. David had a minor injury that he had to deal with. I was uh, dealing with moving, but we're all settled in now and we're ready to talk some football. David, how you doing now? Uh, injuries are healing up. Got the toes covered in uh, co- toe condoms, so we're, <laughs> we're set here. We got the chin all healed up. How's, uh, how's Denver treating you, man? Uh, I was greeted with a nice little bit of snow in September. I didn't know that was a thing. There is uh, about three inches of snow the day I got here. So, But it's all melted now, but it's nice and cold. It's supposed to be 88 degrees this weekend. Perfect football weather, if you ask me. So, I feel as the defending champ of, uh, yikes. of our football league, our fantasy football league, Let's let's talk about that. Uh, he got lucky last year, guys. <laughs> Honestly, he's not very good. He he just auto drafted, you know, and I, I honestly helped him a lot. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's all for good, sure. guys. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so uh, for you guys that don't know, uh, a bunch of a buddies, a bunch of buddies, and uh, I, we all went to Savannah. Unfortunately, I wasn't partaking in the live draft, but I got to hang out with everyone before I left. And the majority of our league did a, a draft in Savannah. Um, you know, some people that probably weren't there had a massive advantage considering they weren't on a three-day bender. Uh, but I just don't want to hear those excuses at the end of the season because I'm here to, you know, defend my title. Go back to back, as Drake once said. Oh, my way. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, David, what do you what did you think of that that experience of uh, drafting with everyone there? Um, the the situation. How do you think? Of, how do you feel about your team? I'll be honest. The situ- like I, I'm glad we kind of all did it together. I I was kind of like trying to get people to push it back even further, like to Tuesday when we were all like home. So we'd all not not that I think you had such a greater advantage. Like you probably did have a little bit of advantage being at home or whoever was at home, but really just. Like you said, we were in Savannah. There was about 10 to 15 people. We were all, there was a lot of alcohol consumed. And the the day of the draft is just tough from start to finish. And me having the second pick, I wasn't a fan of from the start. I don't like that pick. And especially in a 12-man half PPR league, which is our league. So I, I struggled throughout the draft. I got some picks sniped. Well, one, really, one major pick sniped that really – uh. <laughs> kind of set me over the edge uh kind of laid my foe down there and walked away for a solid 10 minutes but overall my team i'm not i'm not giving up on it but i you know you gotta be realistic boys like this might not be the year this might not be the year okay you're just laying the excuses down early yeah got to got to gotta gotta put it out there all right so uh just a little insight uh david drafted uh mark ingram somewhere in the middle rounds of the draft, middle to late rounds. And then he was trying to, to get 
J.K. Dobbins so he would secure the Ravens' backfield. And uh, a buddy drafted J.K. Dobbins a little early and uh, kind of took the wind One out pick of his before sales. Me. Yeah. <laughs> One pick before me after I waited, like, if you guys know a second in a snake draft, so I picked and then I had to wait, like, what was it, like 20-something picks, and then I went again, and I, I made it all the way through, and he sniped him right before me. And no disrespect to the person, but uh, he was kind of a fantasy liability last year for the league. So <laughs> this year, you know, his team's looking better. Maybe he did some research, but I was uh, not very happy with him. And he was one of the people that was in Savannah that wasn't really partaking in that festivities. So, Jesse, what about your team? How are you feeling about your team defending champ? So, you know, we like to be fair in our league. We don't want to let last year's season roll over. So we just randomized our draft pick. So as defending champ, we just randomly did it. And I got the 10th overall pick. Wasn't too excited about it. But, you know, now looking back at my draft, I'm, I'm pretty happy with what I have. There's, there's definitely um, some question marks that – We'll see how it unfolds, but uh, I, I'm, I'm not – I like my team. I think I have a good shot of, of running it back, but I do think a lot of the the members in our, our league this year did a really good job at drafting. So on paper, the it looks like there's 10 to the whole league could possibly win just looking at rosters here. And like – you know, it's fantasy, and under this this new restart, there we're gonna see how injuries come into play, and that obviously will affect the outcome of the season. For sure, for sure, definitely a lot of soft tissue injuries, as I've been telling Jesse quite often. Oh uh, no, 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 you got that backwards. <laughs> I was no, 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 said it, said it first. No, no, uh, we we were talking about Mike Evans the other day, actually, and uh, and I was talking to like he's. He's now listed as uh, questionable, I think, for for mm-hmm. Sunday. And I think so, or doubtful. Yeah, and that. I was talking about how it was something to do with his hamstring. And David's like, oh, it's his hamstring. It'll be, it'll be okay. And I'm like, well, you know, last year he kind of – he was on the IR for hamstring. Uh, it's a soft tissue injury. They didn't have much of a preseason to kind of warm up and get their legs ready. And – yeah, I think uh, Mike Evans might have a another long season of coming on and off the the field with with that hamstring issue. I mean, my my what I actually said was, at least it's not season ending type injury because he went on IR at some point with the hamstring. That's so, right. That's right. I, mean, I I don't think he's playing this weekend personally, which I think is smart for long term. It's tough because of their matchup with the Saints, but like Jesse said, like you got that's an injury that bothered him all like a lot last year. You can't let that happen again. So I think Jesse hit it on. The, the nail on the head that a lot of these like soft tissues are just injuries like ankles hamstrings stuff like that that you know don't Quads, just go away really quick yeah. yeah like the nagging ones like groin like a lot of leg oh, ones leg you know one. like the muscles in, their, in your legs not necessarily like yeah. the, the ligaments or or the bones yeah you know yeah like and i feel like there's definitely gonna be a lot of, like a lot of like sprains and strains like it's gonna be i think depth is a big big thing this year and uh being able to adapt and just, you know, working your players in slow. I feel like you're going to see a lot of games, I think, going to start off slow. But you never know. Some teams might be a little aggressive. Yeah. Just freaking throw a bomb on the first play. Just see, test where everyone's at. Do you think 
I just kind of thought about this because I do agree with you. Depth is going to be absolutely crucial for for success. Do you think this is because most of the time we think of uh, teams with, you know, like a, a Christian McCaffrey, a Saquon, like an mm-hmm. established bell cow. He's going to be the main guy the whole season. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is a season where it might be more beneficial to have a committee because you'll be able to kind of keep the legs fresher and uh, kind of not have to worry as much about these uh, like hamstring issues and, and, and lack of conditioning issues? I mean, guys like CMC and I think Saquon like, and like all those bell cows, I, I think they're all like, you know, in great shape. I don't think the elite running backs in the NFL coming out of shape. I think committees are more prominent in the NFL than they have been in years. Mm-hmm. So I think it naturally has been going that way anyways. Do I think more teams are doing committees? Yeah, I think even as you've seen right now, um, the Jags kind of got rid of Fournette, but they still have like three or four guys that no one really knows who's starting, who's going to play. And then even the Bucks, who got Fournette, everyone's saying, well, they got him, Ronald Jones, LaShawn McCoy, and Keyshawn Ball, who they got in the third. Like, I think every team's sort of going to uh, a committee. Not every team. Like, I do think having a uh, do-it-all back. I I don't like the term bell cow because I don't – for me, when I think bell cow, I just think of running. I don't Mm -hmm. really think of catching. And I think now you have to be able to do both. Yeah. But I I do think you need at least one quality backup. Like, for CMC, you need someone that can come in and – more, more than not really necessarily the catching, but can do the take some rushes, you know, especially up the middle, short yardage, like just take some of the the bang bang type plays, you know, for him, you know, so he can get some rest, you know. I think it's, I think guys are gonna practice a little bit less throughout the season, like the star guys for sure too. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I agree. I think the the bell cow is an outdated term because it is more associated with uh, how running backs used to be seen and like the the early 2000s where it was just you're you're in the game to run the ball you're you're not uh a threat or a liability uh receiving so now we're gonna you know switch over from fantasy football to real football you know what we all came here for so tonight has to be my favorite night of the year opening season for football if you guys can't tell football is my favorite sport I love watching it. I love playing it, but obviously I'm nowhere near good enough to play it at a remotely high level. You know, I played in intramurals in uh, college and wasn't even good enough to make it to the, the championships in that. But, you know, let's just worry about picking who we think is going to win these games. So, David, I'm going to start with you first. Who do you have winning tonight, the Houston Texans or the Kansas City Chiefs? I, I feel like people think this is an easy one, and I was trying. To, I was joking with you earlier mm-hmm. about it a little bit, like who I was going to pick. Like just jokingly, like, we don't really talk about these things in advance. But uh, I'm going to go with Chiefs just because I think it's safer. There's a lot of continuity there, you know. And I think with the with the Texans, there's not necessarily that full continuity, and they've always seemed to have some type of injuries, like on defense and offense. And you don't really know what the offense is going to be with the Texans. Like I'm hoping. It's very versatile and spread out, and uh, the ball's going to a bunch of different guys. But I'm just going Chiefs, man. You can't – defending champs, Patty, pretty much kept the team together. As long as they're secondary and O-line can hold up, I think they're good. Yeah. Yeah, so um, so what we talked about before was a lot of people are going to consider this to be an easy, don't even question it game, which 
I think the Chiefs will win. I don't think it will be necessarily close, but I do think the Texans will come out and, you know, look somewhat impressive. They, they, they'll have moments in the game. I'm really interested to see. They have, like, pretty much a, a new offense just by that swap with, uh, I don't know if you heard about this. There was this, like, you know, it wasn't that big of a trade. It didn't really go around that much. But I think that that one receiver, I think his name was DeAndre Hopkins, I think he got traded for this running back that's constantly injured that had, like, two really good years. His, I think his name's David Johnson. Um, so, yeah, that, that was obviously a massive trade. But I, I think the, that trade will have a massive impact on the Texans this year. Obviously, whether it will be good or bad, that's to find out. But I, I'm interested to see how it works out, right? That Like, that would be interesting? Yeah, definitely. And I think them – I think they're going to use David Johnson and Duke Johnson. They both can catch really well a lot out the backfield. Maybe you have both in the game. You never know. Split one out the slot. And I think also just they got Brandon Cook, so we'll see if he can stay healthy without those concussions this year because he's not a bad receiver. Take right. the top and off the Fuller. defense. And Will Fuller, if he could stay healthy. Too. A lot of speed. Yeah. A lot of speed and, and uh, a lot of guys that can catch the ball. Yeah. Yeah, I think um... – I don't know if a lot of people know this or not, but Carlos Hyde was uh, a thousand yard rusher last year. I would say that a lot of people would say David Johnson's a better talent than Carlos Hyde. So it's not like he's, he's not going to be set up for success, you know, like he, he, he's stepping into a team that has already proven that they could run the ball pretty well last year. For sure. For sure. So we're health both, is going to be key for that team. Yeah. That, that everyone, cause even Deshaun had uh, health issues last year too. Yeah. Um, so we're both uh, on the Chiefs on that one. So the we got the games on Sunday now. We got the R words or the the now known as the Washington Football Team versus the Philly Eagles. What are you thinking in this game? It's so hard because you know everyone's taking the Eagles in that one too. I feel like and that that's like the the football team, Washington Football Team. Or I'm just gonna call them the football team. There's mm-hmm. a history of being not great. They're trying to reset their culture, do different things. I think they brought in a pretty solid coaching staff. I know pe- a lot of people think Haskins is a joke, and, and like you know, there was that Twitter thing of him overthrowing a ball compared to Alex Smith. Yeah, and he I mean, couldn't read because he didn't know the plays or whatever. Yeah. Okay, they say he's doing a lot better. He's a lot <laughs> slimmer. I think they have some more weapons. I think they don't have the draw as much drama, you know. Now, I want to pick them, yeah. but I know in my heart the Eagles are winning. Yeah. So I can't. Uh, Literally, I don't like how this is going because we're, we're on the same page. And like David said before <laughs> we started this, we don't really – like we'll talk like news, like what happens, but we don't really try to go that in-depth so we could save it for for the podcast. But, yeah, I think the Eagles are going to win. But I love – I love, love, love the football teams. Not maybe defense as a whole, but they're like – their D-line – I can't wait to watch it. I, I, David's an Ohio State fan, so obviously he he loves Chase Young, but I I loved him a lot too last year. I can't wait to see this guy play in the NFL. I think their D line is going to cause a lot of issues. I I do I think this one will will be close. Can you agree on that one? Oh uh, yeah, I, I definitely could see being close. I mean, I think the, the even their secondary. Like I was talking to you about the other mm-hmm. secondary is a lot better. I think it's more. Uh, can they put up? Can their D-line cause enough havoc to where the Eagles aren't scoring a lot? And can the Redskins score enough? You know, that's really what it comes yeah. down to. Yeah. But, I mean, luckily in that division, the games are all ugly. They're all ugly. 
a lot of times teams that have no business it's like the it's like what I said about the Big Ten, you know? Teams that have no business being in the game always keep it somewhat close. So in any game like that, you know, it it, it I don't want to say it comes down to luck, but it, it comes down to luck, you know. Just one break. You just need one one missed tackle, uh one bad ball that turns into an interception, you know? Yeah. So for sure. We're both Eagles on that, but I, I would definitely say it's gonna be a close game. So the next game on the list here. Very uh, near and dear to my heart. I really don't want to be biased with this, but I, I'm still going to do it. It's the Miami Dolphins versus the New England Patriots, and I'm going to go first this time <laughs> so I can get all my bias out the way. I truly, truly do think the Dolphins have a very good shot at winning this game. I don't think it's that much of a reach to, to say considering the, what, 10 holdouts or opt-outs that the Patriots had. And considering mm-hmm. we took, like, three or four of their players, their, like, defensive players, and we took Ted Karras. But, you know, I think the Dolphins could win this game. I think we could win the game. And that's going to be my pick. I'm picking the Dolphins. I'm going to keep it at that. I mean, I'm, you know me. I'm also a Dolphins fan, too. Maybe not as die-die-hard as Jesse, you know, but I, I definitely am. Like, Hold on. Uh, let me uh, uh, interrupt uh, you real quick. Just for – all the fans at home. I, I just moved to Denver. I have my Kiko Alonso Dolphins jersey in the hanging up in the closet, ready to be worn on Sunday. I also have a Miami Dolphins snow winter coat, so I'm gonna be decked out. So we're good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't disagree entirely, Jesse. That I see the I can see the Dolphins winning because you. I was telling him the other day. This is like one of the one times we were like not talking about who was gonna win the game, but talking about the team. And I was telling them, like, obviously we talk about the Dolphins a lot, we're fans, but I was talking about the Patriots with them, and I was saying that I don't, you don't really know what the Patriots are going to be. Their defense is still ranked super high, and I don't know if that's based off coaching staff or what, because if you really look at the talent they lost in defense and the, combined with the opt-outs, because some guys were on, on defense in those opt-outs, like Hightower yeah. and Chung, I think you – I'm not – I'm honestly can see the Dolphins' defense being better with all the moves. I think we will be better. I don't even think it's – you seeing that. Like, cause we took Kyle Van Noy from them. We took a I mean, a Landon Roberts was like kind of like a, a role player. He wasn't uh, a starter, but we yeah. took a Landon Roberts. Like, we took we took some guys, and and those weren't the only guys to leave. Like, uh, Detroit took a couple, you know. Yeah, they got Harmon. Yeah. In a trade, and they signed Collins and Shelton. Uh, Jesse's gonna hate me on this one. I got Pat's winning seventeen sixteen. Wow, you got to score. I'm not good enough to do a score. It's it's in my head. It's just in my head. Okay. I, I mean, at least it's close. Like that that to me, 17-16, it's gonna come down to the last possession, which yeah, know, no, is kind of typical sh- with this rivalry. For sure, I think it's kind of funny because I think for a lot of teams, it's like this. It's like, what's the pass defense gonna be? Because I feel like their offense, everyone's like, oh, I want to see. It's gonna be exciting. I think their offense with Cam. It's gonna be fine. Run, 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 run. I, I, I hope they run the ball like they did two years ago with Sony and them. I know Sony's a little banged up, but I think they need to get back to that running the ball like that and using, not necessarily using Cam in the run game, like actually running, but like uh, run pass options. But the Dolphins, man, if that O line can hold up and we could not turn over the ball. No offense, Fitz Magic, you're you're nasty. I love you. You're a great mentor, but just don't turn over the ball. Yeah, I think we have a big chance of winning this game. That's my opinion. If we I can literally have... do that somewhat of a similar play style i think we're also going to be incredibly run heavy i hope so yeah and then i think it's just gonna come down to the trenches you know like obviously offensive line we're we're lacking a little bit in the offensive line category 
But I love what Brian Flores did last year with, with the lack of talent he had, you know? Like, yeah, we started off awful, but we, what, won five of the last six or something? And the last game of the season, we we beat the Patriots to prevent them from getting that first round bye. And they ended up losing that game in the playoffs to the Titans. What's up? <laughs> All right. So you're you're a Patriots because you freaking suck. And then I'm a Dolphins fan. So <laughs> next game, this one is interesting for me. We kind of talked about one of these teams in particular before we started recording. But it's the Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Vikings. What are you thinking on this? This is one of the tougher ones because my, my whole opinion on the division, you always laugh because this is kind of one of my – there's a team in the division that's always my dark horse team. It's it's the Lions, actually, and I still have them as my dark horse team. I know it's not necessarily super relevant, but th- th- that division is just so tight and so close. Like, and I think people sleep on the Bears because of the whole quarterback issue, but they're, they've are they been competitive too. I'm uh, – uh, I think I think I gotta go Packers on this one because I think people are acting like the Vikings defense is is just as good as it was last year, but they lost. They have no corners. Literally, <laughs> they lost Trey Wayne and Mackenzie Alexander and Xavier and, and Xavier, and they still have Mike Hughes and they drafted some corners who I like. They drafted guys I like, but uh, yeah, Daniel Hunter, Daniel Hunter also being out now the first couple games. I think if they had Hunter with uh, Yannick and Gake, which was a great tr- great trade, I think I'd be more in tune to give them more of a chance. But I think just the losses they had on defense combined with, uh, you know, losing uh, my boy, uh, uh, Stefan Diggs, who yeah. I know he could be a little bit of a diva, but you don't think losing Justin him, Jefferson will, uh, he's yeah. not the same player. Yeah. I think it'll, uh, yeah. I like Jefferson though. Yes. They're not the same player, but I like Jefferson like as a player more. Cause I, I don't I don't like when uh you know guys cause issues in the locker room and stuff like. I mean he's I, I like Jefferson I think in fantasy oh, we always talked about I yeah. thought that was a steal later on I just don't think he's gonna be what Stephon Diggs was last year because Stephon Diggs and, uh, had an amazing year and if he does do anything of relevance it's not gonna be till multiple weeks in the season you know it's a rookie he had he didn't have the the normal preseason that a normal rookie would have and that's already challenging. Yeah, definitely. It's. I think this is going to be a close one. I think it's going to be within seven to ten points. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm. Uh, like it's hard for me because I, I like both teams. I think both teams have a shot. But we were talking about it literally right before we were recording, and I just cannot stand what the Packers' uh, front office is doing with the team. Like just the disrespect. That, that they're showing Aaron Rodgers, who single-handedly has made their – not single-handedly, but he's had a massive impact in that franchise being relevant for his whole career. I think I'll, I'll also go Packers. That one that one's really tough, though. I think that one will be like a, a one- or two-point game. Like, it'll happen on the, the last possession. They'll, they'll, whoever has the ball last will win, but I think it'll be the Packers just because Rodgers in crunch time is a lot better than Kirk Cousins, you know. It's like, what, one in a – lot of losses in uh, crunch time yeah yeah definitely i i'm just it, again we a lot of teams certain teams you don't really know what they're going to be like i don't know what the vikings are going to really be on defense and what the adjustments are going to make on offense and then same thing with the packers everyone's really scrutinized their draft so yeah. i think their defense will, won't be as good as it was last year personally mm-hmm. and 
unless those guys they kind of brought in to replace some other guys stay healthy because a lot of those guys have had injury concerns. But on offense, you really don't know what the Packers are going to be. Right. They might run it 10 more times yeah, a game. You always know it's Rodgers and Devontae. Like, you don't know how – who who yeah, you don't know who's running the ball. but you know, And you don't know how often they're throwing it, but you know as long as Devontae's on the field, there's going to be production receiving-wise. And I think that's hard For to sure. go against, especially a, a Viking team like we just talked about that has a, a lot of missing pieces at corner. Yeah, it's 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 definitely just tough. I like the two guys they took, but rookies don't – I think they took two or three guys. It might be three, but I think it was two, and then they signed someone else. But rookie corners, man, easy to get toasted, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're both Packers on that. The only game we're, we're off on is – is the Dolphin game. So next is the Colts and Jaguars. I, I don't really want to go too much in depth on this. I think that this is like, I think the Colts are going to be an interesting team to watch. Um, we've talked about it like after the, that last season when there was talks about uh, Jacoby getting benched and then bringing in a new quarterback. I don't know the impact that Phillip Rivers will have, but they're playing the Jaguars. The Jaguars are just setting up for Trevor Lawrence. Like, I don't even know why they'll even bother shooting up for the game, like based off the the moves they made in the off season, right? I I agree. I I mean they're definitely trying to reboot, restart, mm-hmm. and I I guess I kind of respect that to an extent. You know, the Yannick is young. Yannick was young though, so that one's a little puzzling. But yeah, it's he hard wanted though. out. Yeah, it's hard when they he wanted out. out. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the guys they got rid of aren't old guys, ironically, but. They have a ton of draft picks, so hopefully it works out for them. But uh, I don't think you can pick the the Jaguars over them. Even though I will say this to Jesse, the Colts are overrated in my I, opinion. No, I I'm agree. not a. I agree. That's what I was I'm trying not to. Philip guy. That's what I was trying to get at by saying that. I think they were better off with uh, Jacoby. Um, I'm not a Phil guy. I didn't think he had a. I didn't think he was that good last year, even Definitely with the, the talent he had around him. I honestly. Uh, is this a bold prediction here to say that I wouldn't be surprised if Jacoby takes the reins over again? Uh, like once they, I don't know exactly what their schedule is, but if they if they come up on a on a tough stretch, and uh, Philip is I, if he were to do what I'm assuming the two of us think will happen, which is struggle. Luckily, I don't know if he's gonna, they're going to lean on him that much though, because they do have that amazing offensive line, and they just got Jonathan Taylor. They might just run the ball down everyone's throat. They, they got three or four really solid backs there. Yeah, Marlon. Mack obviously and Taylor and Marlon. Yeah, yeah, and then Wilkins who has a great yards per carry average. So I mean, they got guys there, and they, you know, they have weapons. I would say like you know with Hilton hopefully healthy, Paris, Paris Campbell, Campbell now healthy. Yeah, yeah Michael Pittman Jr. Zach I like Pascal. A lot. I I think and they have Doyle, you know, yeah. and Mo Ali Cox, who's I think is a solid backup tight end. Yeah, he is. You know what I'm saying? I think they got some weapons. I you know my bold prediction isn't necessarily that Jacoby's gonna come in. I think they could have the backup or even the third string come in this year at some point. And we all know who the third string is. Your boy, yeah, Cannon Arm, yeah, Jake, Jake Fromm's Jake, yeah, Jake Fromm's understudy. <laughs> I love Jake. Like Jacob Eason's my freaking guy. I I went on an anti-Georgia run there for a little bit when I thought they did them dirty. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if I see him coming in yet. Maybe. I'm saying that's – just keep an eye out there for that, people. Yeah. I think Jacoby definitely will come in. 
Definitely. I'll put money on it. <laughs> but I don't I'm know. They need that defense to ball out this year, in my opinion. That divorce, DeForest Buckner trade, like, I think it's big. I think it makes their defense a lot better, but they really need that secondary to the freaking do some things out there because I feel like it hasn't really lived up to anything. Yeah, I agree. All right. So we both said Colts, obviously. And then uh, next game is your two dark horses playing each other. <laughs> the Chicago Bears and the Detroit Lions. Whoa. Okay. Okay. I want to start with this. Bears are not my dark horse. I just think that people crap on them because of the Mitch and the quarterback play and stuff like that. that yeah. I think they, they're off. I think struggles, they got, but their defense is really freaking good. Yeah. I think they have two good receivers and Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller, both Jesse loves Anthony Miller just as much as I do. And AR and AR. I think, I think this could be a bounce back year for Mitch. I don't know exactly what that means. I think the defense has kind of progressively gotten a little worse the last two years and Pagano doesn't look as good as um Vic Fangelo was but uh I'm going lines I that's my dark horse team one of my dark horse teams I always have a couple every year but that's like really one of my dark horse teams I think if Stafford stays healthy and uh you know they I think that's that the biggest game, part bro they got some issues yeah. at, at running back because isn't Swift I mean, uh kind of battling injuries through camp uh, yeah okay but they got three guys now. got the issues too they got Peterson now too, though. Yeah, AP. I I saw somewhere that AP is gonna have a role, uh, this Sunday. They don't know how large yeah. of a role, but they said he's definitely gonna, he's definitely gonna be playing and have a role. I think you know, they they did a lot of really good things. You know, uh, they Kenny they Galladay, have Hawkins. Yeah, Kenny Galladay is a true number one. I love him. Marvin, Marvin Jones, Jones actually yeah. had a yeah, yeah, yeah really yeah. solid year last they year. They got Amendola too, right? Yeah, and they got two two tight ends. I three tight ends. I actually like because they kept Jesse James. I know he didn't have a prominent role last year. I don't think he's bad. Obviously, Hawkinson. I think he's ready for a more consistent role in year. And then a guy they got that I don't know even know Jesse knows, tight end out of Washington, Hunter Bryant. Yeah, I really, really, but really he like. he's uh, battling an injury too. Yeah, he, I think he he's got a, hurt he's at kind the end of, of the season. Guy. I think last year. He, yeah, a lot. He's a small guy. So I like you, Loki, throwing shade at me about that, but. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I uh, I saw somewhere. I actually listened to an interview with him on uh, on like a fantasy football podcast, like before the draft, and um, I think he was comparing himself to, or they were asking him what he thinks about a comparison of him and Evan Ingram. That's exactly what I would compare him to. Yeah. To be honest, I think I think that's also big for my opinion, any quarterback, but older quarterbacks, you know, have tight ends and running backs that can catch. You know, Brady kind of made that big fad, and I think that's a smart thing to do. But, you know, Stafford's got a cannon for an arm, so as long as he stays healthy and they can actually run the ball consistently for the first time ever, basically, as him being quarterback, I think that'd be good because their mm-hmm. defense, defense is looking solid, man, in my opinion. In my yeah. opinion. If they can pass rush, they'll be straight. I agree. I agree. Um, it sucks losing uh, Darius Slay, though. He was so good. I like what they replaced him. I like what they replaced him with. They they got Akuda and they got yeah, Desmond Chiffon. I honestly forgot about uh, the the draft and them getting Akuda. <laughs> uh so so you said the Lions. Um I think I'll join you. I'll join you on the Lions side just cuz the uncertainties with the 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 Chicago offense. Yeah, it's still not known who's starting. Um also David Montgomery has that groin injury. Who's to know? Like, who's to say that doesn't roll into this game? So yeah, I'll join you on the Lions side. But if but if it's wrong, it's all your fault. 
<clears throat> and then <laughs> the next next game we got here, we got the now Las Vegas Raiders against the Carolina Panthers. I got Raiders easy. Easy, yeah, easy. I just the Panthers defense is young. I don't, I don't, I don't see it like shutting them down. Yeah, and we talked about this a little bit before. Um, one of us might be the one talking right now is a big fan of Henry Ruggs. Um, and I like, I'm just really excited to, to see their offense. Not necessarily, um, cause I think it's going to be good. I just think it's gonna be really interesting. Like they're starting two rookie receivers. They're starting Brian Edwards and, and Henry Ruggs. I'm curious to see how that works out. I heard great things about both of them. Obviously Josh Jacobs had a really good uh, season last year. Hopefully he could uh, carry it over to this season. I mean, there's always the questions with Derek Carr. The Raiders obviously made obvi- um, big improvements to their defense over the, the offseason, whether it's through drafting or signing players. And the Panthers just have Christian McCaffrey. You know? No, disagree. <laughs> well, DJ Jesse's Moore. Not a big... I like DJ Moore. Jesse's not a big Teddy B fan. No. I like Teddy B. I, I'm not saying he's elite, but I Overrated. think he's solid. But I was... I like what they did. They added Robbie Anderson. They still got Curtis Samuel, my boy. I, I think like he's Curtis finally starting to figure. Curtis is super fast, starting to figure it out because he was like kind of a hybrid at Ohio State running back. Running receiver. back so, more, yeah. Yeah, I think him with DJ with Robbie. You know, they got CMC. Ian Thomas just got know. hurt too. So who's their starting tight end? I, I couldn't <laughs> even. I couldn't even tell you. I I literally couldn't even tell you. I I think it's some random guy off the street, probably. Yeah, probably some guy they picked up at Publix or something. Dude, it's 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 tough, but I really do believe you know they uh, they got a solid squad there, you know, and our they they signed some guys. I don't think we realize they have like Seth Roberts, good return guy, Farrell Cooper, who's my boy. I like Farrell Cooper. Uh, yeah, yeah, tight ends tough. They got Okun, which I don't know how that's gonna work out, but solid left tackle. They signed Greg Little, I think, or they brought him back. He's that's solid. Their defense is just young. There's a lot of talent there, though. Brian Burns, baby, Brian Burns, Brian, Brian Burns, Derek Brown, Gutierrez, Gross, Matos. I think that's that's a a guy I'm I'm interested to see. Right? Would you? Would you uh, like the hype around him? Because he he had minimal uh, like college, like just football experience in general, right? Like. yeah, he played minimal he football good, and then went to college. So, would you uh, say like it, that journey or the hype or I don't know how you want to look at it is comparable to one Ziggy Anza? I'd say he's a little further along than Ziggy was. Okay, I think Ziggy was just an athletic mobile. I say, you know, he was in a better program with better players, and I think he learned a lot. But I, dude, like I'm looking at their honestly being this guy, I'm looking at their depth chart right now. <laughs> they drafted Jeremy Chin. I like Jeremy Chin. Who's a yeah. guy, a small school guy. Well, Dude, they have him as a backup linebacker and a sa- as free, at free safety. So they, as a had, free safety. they had, what, seven or eight picks in the draft this year, and they spent every single one on defense. Smart. Yeah. In my opinion, they lost so much on defense. And, like, think about it, Jeremy Chin's like a backup at linebacker, free safety. Troy Pride Jr. out of Notre Dame is starting for them at corner. Opposite Dante Jackson. He was you a know. second round pick, right? Second or third round pick? I believe so. Yeah, second or third. No, uh, yeah, it had to have been third. Nah, because they got Jeremy Chin in the second, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. But he's good, and I think a lot of people liked him out there. He's got good size, mm-hmm. you know. And I didn't realize this. They picked up Rosal Douglas at the Eagles just waved, so oh, I had nice. some depth yeah. there. 
Uh, we didn't I, even address I, the coaching situation there. Matt Rule. Let's see I, how he looks in the NFL. Matt Rule and Matt Rule, Joe Brady. Joe Brady, yeah, he's the OC, right? Or is he just like a quarterback coach? No, he's the OC. OC. Let's see how that works, because you know, there are like the odd men out that it does translate, you know, for uh, from college to the NFLs, but for the majority, it doesn't translate very well. But the league is changing. League is changing, so maybe maybe they could make a run because Cliff did a Cliff did a really good job uh, adjusting from college to the NFL. Cliff Kingsbury, you're wondering. Yeah, I lo- I, I like I was very scared about Cliff because of more of the defensive side of the ball. So yeah. I think it's a big year for Cliff personally. He wasn't but, exactly uh, successful I, either in college, and no, he had a, he had a good amount of success last year. To me, though, like I like the Joe Brady thing combined with Matt Rule because I think Joe Brady also like worked with the Saints, so you know that's yeah like, he did super- yeah. And he just coached the national champions that like destroyed a bunch of records yeah. on offense. So I think like he's had a lot of good learning experiences and learning under Matt Rule. And the best way to do it is trial by fire. And having CMC makes your life always easier, I think. Of course. Of course. So we're both Raiders. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. All right. The next the next one has to do with uh, one of my least favorite teams in the league. We got a good buddy. Shout out to Mr. Mack. It's hmm. your New York Jets versus the Buffalo Bills, and I'm going to save you some time. I think the Buffalo Bills are just going to slap them silly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited. I don't... I'm excited to see the Bills this year. Me too. I was Me a big Singletary is... guy. I was a big Devin Singletary guy last year. Um, But I have quickly changed my feelings towards Devin Singletary. I still like him. But I don't think he's he's the guy. Um, I'm I'm interested to see Zach Moss. Um, I'm more interested to see Josh Allen with um, with Stephon Diggs. How crazy will that be this year? I I told you like I know you're not like a big maybe just maybe just like a person mm-hmm. Diggs guy. I think that's massive. Yeah, team, talent I wise. Yeah, I like that a lot. Talent and it adds more speed. You know, I know he's not the most accurate throwing the ball deep, but like, dude, now you got guys that can make plays. And I think, you know, with Moss and Singletary, you're getting a lot more youth and explosiveness than you had last year. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's good, and you don't have to have Singletary do all of it. And we all know Josh Allen is a good a good runner and big guy. So, and I just think their defense actually got better. And yeah, that's I agree. Scary. I agree so much. Like it's tough. It's crazy. Like their defense got so much. Like not so much, but like a good amount better and I think I hate this. you know that's going to be the difference so I think the Bills are winning this game and they're winning this division I hate this so much I'm getting so freaking excited for football right now we have I think eight hours till the, the kickoff of the game tonight and I just can't freaking wait alright uh, we don't really need to expand on the Jets because you know Adam Gase is arguably one of the worst coaches in the league he's a freaking psycho <laughs> Darnold uh-huh. though is my boy Darnold's yeah. my boy. All right, so we'll, we'll talk about this for a little bit. Um, for some people that may know me, I'm a very, very big Baker Mayfield fan. So there's a lot of uh, direct comparisons between Sam Darnold and Baker. So through that, I kind of grew to not like Darnold. Um, but I do, I do like him. I think he, he's a talented kid. Uh, do I think he's better than Baker? No. Uh, there's plenty of people that would say the opposite, but it's just how I feel. Um, I do like Sam Darnold, though. I think he's very talented. 
I just I I feel bad for him as a Dolphins fan. I kind of know what he's dealing with with Adam Gase because he's a freaking psycho and he's really not a good coach. But you know, I I do wish the best of luck. You never want to see someone's career come short or you know take a, a a negative turn because of coaching. These these coaches are put there to help these young players um, help develop, and you never want to see them affect them negatively. And unfortunately, I think Adam Gase may may have a impact like that with Donald. See, I think I'm a little like I'm. I love Baker too. Like I don't want people to think I'm an anti-Baker guy because Jesse knows I love Baker too. I thought Baker was nasty in college. I, I like I'm I'm a Dolphins and a Browns fan, so of course yeah. I'm rooting for the Browns. I was all up on the Browns last year. You definitely and you know loved when Baker uh, planted the flag, which apparently was a year ago yesterday, or it was two years ago yesterday. No, yeah, no, three was, years ago. Three years ago. When yesterday. he was being. When he was being a terrible person, yeah, sure. But there's, there's no, there's, there's no like, there's no reason. Like, I don't use that as a reason to say. I told Jesse this. I've been a Darnold guy since the very beginning. Not that I'm not a Baker guy. I love Baker, but my thing is, so far, even though last year was a tough year for Baker, and I think Sam Darnold kind of had also similarly a tough year, but in different ways. Yes. I think Baker has proven more so far than Sam. I agree. But I think. People, you're going to argue last year Baker was in such a tough spot, but Sam was in that basically for two years, two tough spots. I, and continually. I want to continually disagree. This, I want to But I, my, my opinion is this. Sam has more ability than Baker. Will he utilize it, manifest it, and you know develop and become the quarterback that people think he, think he can be and think thought he could be? I don't know. But I think Sam has more potential. I think right now Baker is better. So, and but I don't think it's a massive jump either. I, I think it's a it's a solid solid gap. Not not okay. big, but not small. Okay. I I so yes, I agree. Sam is in a very tough situation. Um, he has like no receiving help. Um, his coach is a freaking psycho. Uh, the O line isn't it, it's not great, but they definitely made strides. Um, for sure. And and Baker, yes, he has the help with the receiving core that he has. Um, Running backs. Yeah, but, I mean, Le'Veon Bell is with the Jets, so I, I don't know. Yeah. But I think that has to go to more to the play calling. I think Adam Gase isn't utilizing Le'Veon because apparently there's tension there because, you know, Adam Gase is crazy. If he doesn't like you, he's not going to play you. He, we learned this with the Dolphins. He did it with Kenyon Drake. I, like, he decided instead of doing anything with the Dolphins, he loved uh, Jarvis so much, he was just going to – the offense was going to be Jarvis when Jarvis was on the, the Dolphins. Um, I think they both have had last season terrible coaching surrounding them. And it was it was different, though. It was like two different forms of terrible coaching, you know, if that makes sense. It's not like it's not like there's one uh, standard for to be a terrible coach. Like you could be a terrible coach in multiple ways. And I think Freddie sure. Kitchen – I, I honestly have no idea what what he was doing last year, what he was thinking. I, I have no idea how that happened, but whatever. What, so we're both going bills on that game. We'll, we'll try to keep on uh, on topic here because we're running. Um, yeah. Speaking about Baker Mayfield and the Browns, we got the Browns versus the Ravens in the next game. And uh, 
this is a tough one, but I think you just have to go with the Ravens, man. I think the Browns can be very impressive this year, but it's the freaking Ravens. A lot of people are saying they could go undefeated this year. As a Dolphins fan, I hope that does not happen because I love that 72 season that I wasn't alive for, but. No percent chance they go undefeated. Zero percent chance. I will put money down. They will not go undefeated. All right, I'm just that saying, division, people uh, have said, whew. analysts, analysts have said. Those guys are deserve to be fired because there's zero percent chance. One of which was Colin Cowherd. <laughs> yeah, who sucks. I don't even like that guy. I hate his takes. No, there's no no shot. Yeah. They, put, they have the Steelers, the, the Bengals, Browns and the Browns. Yeah. Dude, there's no there's no shot. And I think the Bengals, we talked about this, are one of the most underrated teams this year. I think and their whole dude, division the Browns, is like underrated because I think the Browns are another su- severely underrated team. Dude, for sure, they've crushed the offseason two years in a row. Yeah, like they had another really great offseason. I think they brought in a new GM, a new coaching staff because the last one wasn't working. And I think you know they finally cleaned house completely, mm-hmm. and you know I think they finally put an O line in front of Baker that should be a little bit more confident. Yeah, and hopefully a guy but who like, knows dude. not to run a halfback draw on like third and twelve. Dude, it's just uh, it's it's safer to go with the Ravens. Yeah, I agree. Do I think I, the Browns? I, Jesse hits when I do this. I think the Browns can win. I'm not saying they're gonna win. I'm saying I think they can win. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a closer game than people expect. I think it's gonna be 31-24 Ravens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I could see it. Um, I, I, it's another one. So, like we were saying with the NFC East, or I was saying with the NFC East, it's a division where, um, like, uh. It's not they stoop to each other's uh, level, but but the games are always close, ugly, physical, grinded out games. Uh, I I think the AFC East or the AFC North is is the same same thing. Um, but it's it's a higher caliber of um, of competitiveness. I always found the NFC East to kind of be ugly and and uh, really sloppy football, you know. But I'll agree, the Ravens are gonna win. I do think the Browns do have a shot. I'll I'll agree with you there. And now we got the the matchup of the Dirty Birds. We got the Seahawks and the Falcons. This is an interesting game. Two, polar opposite uh, offensive schemes here, right? Yeah, I, I I would say that. I think I think the Falcons want to run the ball. I just think they haven't been able to. Also, yeah, but yeah. And they're gonna have to limit it this year too. Like they didn't really strategically. They should either have drafted a guy at running back to back up Todd Gurley if that's what if they wanted to get Todd Gurley and then after they got Todd Gurley I think they should have pursued a backup because Edo Smith and uh, I don't even know who the other guy is back there have proven over oh Brian Hill yeah okay so uh, those two haven't proved Brian Hill was only there last year right and then Edo's been there for like three or four years like I think two or three yeah none of them have proven that they can at least handle a workload to uh like help manage Todd Gurley, right? Yeah. So See, they're gonna rely I'm very a... heavily on, on Matt Ryan's arm and they have plenty of talent uh catching the ball to help support my, Matt Ryan, I think. Yeah. I I actually was gonna go right off the rip and say I'm going Falcons. I really was. But uh I reevaluated real quick in my head, saw I'm the talent Falcons. the Seahawks I'm going Seahawks just because I think they finally have quality weapons around yeah. my boy Russ. You know, Russ is just I, so Carson, good. Is Russ Carson okay. supposed? No, 
like I, I, I want I don't want people to react um like uh crazy about this, if that makes sense. But I think Russ is the best quarterback in the league. Like Patty's amazing, but Russ has just done Ooh. it at such an elite level and he's been so clutch for so many years with the team that really hasn't tried that much to help him, at least with the offensive line. And, and they always have these uh, lower, late-round uh, receivers that, that end up being good, like Tyler Lockett. Um, they had, they, they've had they had multiple guys uh, outside of the uh, Tyler Lockett. And they, they did uh, burn, what, like a third-round pick on uh, DK? But I think Russ is, is the best quarterback in the league. He's just so, like been so good for, for so many years now and, and performed at such a high level. I mean, I definitely you can argue that. Yeah. I don't think you can not argue that. I think DK was the second round, by the way. Oh, but, okay. Uh, okay. But I, I just think with DK, Lockett, they got Paul Richardson back. Greg Josh Olson. Gordon back. Isn't Greg Olson there they now? They got Will Greg Disley's Olson. Will back. Well, Disley was balling last year back. before he got hurt. Balling. Two years in a row. Jacob Hoster and they got Carson who's yeah, gonna play with Hyde. Low key's nice, gonna be lit. It's a nice duo. Who who I think might get some uh, they got, snaps at receiver. They just drafted him. Who? DJ Dallas. A lot of people like him. He plays running back. Now that that they've been using him at uh like on special teams and, and as a receiver. And they've been like talking pretty highly about him at receiver. We'll see. Curtis Samuel esque, bro. Curtis I disagree because he didn't play receiver in college. He he played around like he he wasn't solely a running back. He, he they moved him around a lot. I like, mean, he's like fourth Kareem on Hunt, the depth bro. chart. He's fourth on the depth chart at running backs. That's probably why he's playing at receiver. Well, I yeah. also forgot this. They they signed Philip Dorsett, which I think is another solid guy. Yeah, I like Philip Dorsett. Big I burner, think another it, UM guy. And I feel, I feel like you also can't get off the fact they trade for Jamal Adams, which I think is big, and brought back Bruce Irvin. I think yeah. they've got some solid guys. Yeah, like you know, it's oh, and they trade for Quentin Dunbar, who isn't going to jail like DeAndre Baker probably will. So that's apparently he had nothing to do with it. Supposedly oh, that that was all okay. DeAndre Baker. So, so whatever. You're, you're, going clear, you're going Seahawks. I'm going Seahawks, and I think it's going to be by. 10 to 14 points. Really? Yeah. I don't I don't know what the defense is for Atlanta. Yeah, They've neither do so I. Injuries. But I kind of want to go with the Falcons just so I could like – so we could not agree on everything. This is bothering me that we're agreeing on a lot. Uh, smart guys, I'm going to tell you. I mean, we've read, we both read football for dummies. I don't know. Like, I agree. Their defense – the Falcons defense would be pretty bad. But their offense, I think, is going to be so nasty. It always is though. But, but I'll I'll back I'll back the best quarterback in the league and I'll go with the Seahawks. All right, we got the next next game, which is pretty exciting. At least um, you you got to see uh, Joe Joe Burrow in the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Chargers. This one's really tough. Like if you like actually like sit down and think about it, because I kind of want to go with the Bengals. But you don't Me know too. how Joe's going to react uh, in an NFL defense. But they say he looks amazing, like making amazing reads. He's still got the pinpoint accuracy. Um, he's still squeezing them into small small coverages. And I 
I'm just not a fan of the the Chargers. A lot of people are still hyping them up uh, defensively, at least. I think losing Derwin was it's going to be a massive, massive uh, loss. I know they still have like um, Casey Hayward and and Joey Bosa and, and all these guys, but I just think Derwin was just so good. This is I hard. mean, this is I really definitely agree. Derwin, Derwin was arguably top three, four, five safety two years ago when, in his first year yeah. right off the rip. Mm-hmm. But um, I think they still got Nazir Adderley they had last year with some injuries. They got Kevin King. Like you said, you named some other guys. They drafted I'm someone not, this year safety, I think, too. Yeah, I know they have Rashawn Jenkins still, too. Um, You know, I, I'm – it all comes down to Tyrod Taylor and how mm-hmm. they how that running game does, you know, without Melvin there. I know I like Eckler. I'm not shitting on him, but it, I really want to see how that running game and Tyrod do. Because I think the O-line's actually better, which was a big concern last year. Mm-hmm. I'd say the defense is – they play without Derwin, so now they're used to it. But uh, Mike Evans, Mike Williams being out – I mean, Mike Williams mm-hmm. being out is tough, but a healthy Hunter Henry could kind of subdue those issues. And they got my boy uh, K.J. Hill. Ohio State, let's go. Yeah, you know I'm I'm, go- I'm, gonna say, I'm going Bengals. Yeah, God dang it, man! The whole time so you were talking, I was just like, you know what? I'm 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 doing it. I'm going Bengals. <laughs> I love the I love the weapons. The I love Mixon. Okay. Yeah, Mixon, Joe Burrow, Bernard. Hopefully, Bernard. A- yeah, Giovanni Bernard. Hopefully, AJ Green uh, will stay healthy this year. Um. Uh, T Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd. Yeah. Tyler, oh my God, John Tyler Ross. Boyd. John Ross and Auden Tate. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going Bengals. You know what? Stamp of approval. Uh, is that considered an upset? I don't know. That definitely is considered an upset, 100. percent All right. Their O line should be better too, man. Jonah. Yeah, Williams, Jonah Williams is back. Last year. Yeah. You know they signed Xavier Salafilo, whatever from the the Cowboys, and they, you know, they got some decent guys in their defense, man. I think underrated. They got DJ Reader. They uh, they signed Von Bell. They signed Mackenzie Alexander. I, I think Trey Wayne's got her opted Trey out Wayne. that they had signed him. All right. But, all right, all right, all right. We're team Bengals. We don't need to go anymore. They drafted like five linebackers. Were they the ones who got um, Malik Harrison? Who got Malik Harrison? Because that was a steal. He fell so far because of the whole drug The thing. Ravens. Yeah, steal. Of course the Ravens got him. hate them. They all drafted right. Patrick Queen and him like back-to-back, I'm pretty sure. Next game is... Another clashing of um, play styles, but very much. Uh, is it weird that a clashing play style could be complementary, like uh, of, of opposing teams? So, like, it's the San Francisco 49ers and the Arizona Cardinals. Um, I don't I like, know. I like I the know. Niners. I like the Niners. I just like their defense so much. Um, I just think their, their uh, dominance of the trenches is, is going to – be crucial. I I love the Cardinals though. With adding DeAndre Hopkins, I can't imagine what that offense is going to look like. I just am not a fan of their defense, and I mean, luckily they don't have to worry about too many pass catchers other than Kittle from from the Niners. But I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo got away with like eight pass attempts in the what was it, the NFC Championship or whatever, the AFC Championship. Yeah. I think this is a tough one, though. Oh, it is. I, I don't think it's. I don't think this is like. 
I don't know if Debo's playing. It's not. It's not I as mean, tough as the next game, though. I'll tell you that. A little insight. They signed. They signed a bunch of guys. You know, I don't even know. If yeah, they, they got Kevin White there, right? Catching some passes. No, <laughs> they, they cut him. Oh they, no. They cut. Oh man. They. They have Kendrick Bourne, who they said looked amazing. Yeah. They, 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 they drafted Brandon Ayuk, you know. Yeah, but they have Dante Pettis too, still. And he's hurt, I think. I think Brandon Ayuk actually got hurt. He's questionable is what it says. I don't know. They they definitely got some guys. Jerk McKinnon's back, finally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got Mostert, <sighs> McKinnon, and uh, uh, Tevin Coleman. I'm be honest with you, I'm going Cardinals in this one. All right, so we're, uh, we're on the opposite end here. I like this. You know Finally, what? And I'm going, I'm going Cardinals by two touchdowns. You're tripping. You are tripping. I I don't I don't particularly love the freaking secondary of the 49ers. I, I get think. that, but they're like, I think they're just pass rush and they're like defensive scheming. Like, they're they're good at creating pressure. Because uh, I they think the D line's gonna be a little worse though. Yeah, I mean, losing to Forrest Buckner. No, who, they drafted someone in the... Siobhan Kinlaw. Yeah, yeah, the dude from South Carolina. That's, he's not going to be the same, though, as DeForest Buckner. Yeah, I don't care what anyone says. I mean, whatever. All right, so your, your Cardinals were actually disagreeing everyone. Anyone th- keeping track? And I'm 49ers. All right, we got a battle in the bayou. We got Tampa Bay Buccaneers with uh, newly acquired Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette, Rob Gronkowski, every single piece imaginable to make a good team against the New Orleans Saints, who I love the Saints. I want them to – personally, I want them to go in there and smack the Bucks because, you know, there's some some feelings towards certain players on that team. But I do think the Saints are very capable of winning. I don't want to say smacking, but I, I do think the Saints will win. Um, I just because it's something that we we didn't maybe directly say, but we did mention multiple times throughout uh, going over all these games was the uncertainty. Like you don't know what these teams are going to look like. You didn't have a preseason to watch these guys play. Yes, they're not going to play their starters the whole time, but you at least get a concept of how the team's going to be calling plays. Um, if they're going to run like two receiver sets, uh, how Tom Brady's going to be throwing the ball. Um, you like, so there's a lot of uncertainty. Um, there's not going to be a lot of cohesion in comparison to the saints who it's generally been the same team for the past three, four years. Right. Definitely. I, I, I've said this to multiple people. I'll say it on this podcast. I have the saints from the Super Bowl. I love what they yeah. did in the draft again. I love the the signings they had with uh, Emmanuel Sanders. You mm-hmm. know, um, I like yeah. You know, I like they brought the back Troutman too. Brought back drafting Troutman. Yeah, Troutman out of Dayton. I think was a big pickup. Yeah. Uh, I like I like that they brought back Malcolm Jenkins. Mm-hmm. You know, capture Norris Jenkins. The drafting of Caesar Ruiz, who was Jesse's absolute My favorite person. Boy, ever. Caesar Ruiz, massive steal. Dolphins should have drafted him, and they and you know the Saints sniped him, but whatever. I don't think it's a massive steal when he goes around where he gets picked. It was supposed to get picked, but okay. Yeah, but the skill and versatility, I understand he's an interior lineman and that's not a coveted pick, but his skill set and versatility um, I think is more valuable than, than if you were to just say a center or a guard was drafted, you know? Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I love the Austin Jackson pick, but I would have Austin Jackson because he plays tackle, you know? Yeah. And he's athletic. 
But I also, another pick I really love is they got Zach Bond, do it all linebacker Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I like Zach Bond. I just, too. I, I think they just got so much, and you know, Jabo. Jameis Winston, I think that was a big steal for them because yeah. I think he's going to be possibly the quarterback of the future. For yeah. Them. All right. Can we start that? Can we? Can we? Uh, can we? Like, I don't know how we do this, but can we start that? Jameis for uh, to replace Breeze, like, please. Right now, though, I will be honest with you. On this depth chart, hasn't paid. Behind Taysom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't think that's how it would go in game mode. I feel like James would come in, but I'll. It's, you know, you know. I think also Taysom's a gadget guy, so that's probably why he might be there too. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's going to get more reps every game than James would, because James might not play every game or any games necessarily right. if they're they're he, close. I will venture to say James plays at least two games. We've seen we've seen over the past, I'll say two years, Drew Brees' arm cannot survive the whole season. That's why they struggle in the playoffs. Like a, a lot of people want to say, like the whole referees. Yes, the referees do did make mistakes in those games. But to be honest, the Saints equally had the opportunities to still win the game. Like the one with the it was the one with the Rams, where um, they they got the ball first in overtime, and I think Drew Brees threw an interception. Like yeah, no, a lot of excuses have been made. I think this is the year where no excuse can be made because they have everything. You can't pull the – we don't have another receiver besides Mike either. Yeah. You know, they, they kept Trey Cohen Smith, who I think has some talent. I think yeah. maybe now with some pressure off of him, it can be something great. And, you know, they kept Cook, Jared Cook, Emma Troutman. You know, they have Josh Hill. I think they got a solid tight end group there. You know, yeah. they have everything they need to win. And then you got Taysom now play everywhere, you know. Yeah. And I didn't even realize this. They have DJ Swearinger on their roster, yeah. it looks like. I. I had hard feelings for DJ Swearinger in the beginning of his career where he uh, just destroyed uh, Dustin Keller's leg. But he's he's actually been like a low-key really good um, safety for, for sure. what, like seven years now? When when did yeah, Dustin Keller it's... blow out his leg? Dude, we were still – We were in high school. It was beginning of college. No, no, beginning, we end of school, college. It was the end of high school or beginning of college. Yeah. So, six, five, six years ago, six, yeah. seven. Yeah, it's been a minute. I, I like that addition, you know, hard-hitting guy, leader-type guy, mm-hmm. very vocal. I, I think they needed some swagger testing, some toughness. You know, I think uh, another big piece is where, what's the next step in Marcus Davenport's development. They need him to start, you know, being consistent. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's still my pick. I have the money in this game. Right. And I'm just like Jesse, hard feelings, screw the books. Yeah. Yeah, and it has to do – for me, it has to do with Jabbo. Um, obviously, because I'm a big Florida State fan, and Jameis did a lot for us there. And I did not like how Bruce Arians handled the situation, and um, they decided that they wanted to go all out in um, supporting their quarterback once they signed Tom Brady. And they didn't want to do it for Jameis, but whatever. We're both <laughs> on the same side with the Saints. Next game, we got the good old Cowboys against – I don't know what this team is going to look like. I have no expectations. Um, the Rams, I literally, it, they should change their stupid, ugly logo to just a question mark. Um, like I'm looking at their logo right now. It is so ugly. I can't believe they paid someone probably, I don't know, a million dollars, a couple thousand dollars to do that. I mean, I'm not a fan of it. I I think this is just an easy one to me. I don't even want to get into this. Yeah. I'm taking the Cowboys. Agreed. Agreed. All right. 
Um, and and we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier in, in one of the um, previous games. But I think this is one of the, the most underrated teams, um, at least throughout the offseason, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers against the New York Giants. I got Steelers all day yeah, on this easily. one. And I think the Steelers are just incredibly underrated. At least, like, everyone knew their defense was really good last year, but they're getting Big Ben mm-hmm. back. That Like, they, Deontay Johnson, he's supposed to be. I love that. Yeah, him and Juju uh, out wide. They got Eric Ebron at tight end. Like, come on, man. Yeah, I like that. I like the duo with Eric Ebron and Vance McDonald. Mm-hmm. I like the, like you said, Juju, Deontay. They still got James Washington. They got Chase Claypool, which yeah, you don't Chase. know what he's going to be. Yeah. But that, I think that's solid. And then, you like, their running backs, they got James Conner still. Hopefully, he can stay healthy. But yeah. they also drafted Anthony McFarlane. They had a bunch of guys there. Jalen Samuels could play some. Yeah, but so, you know, you I, know uh, Benny Snell's the, the number two. Apparently, Benny Snell's been balling out in uh, in training camp. And uh, I like McFarlane's Benny Snell. number three, I think. I, I, I love Benny Snell. I I think that's a solid complimentary guy there too. Yeah. And also their defense, they lost Javon Hargrave to the Eagles, but mm-hmm. you know, I think they traded for some guys and they actually recently just got Sean Davis back. So I think that's another guy that's very versatile that they've had in the past. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, everyone knows, like you said, the defense is going to be like, I have them winning this game. I don't think it's going to yeah. be Easy. close. Yeah. I think it's, I think this is a 17, game. 21 points, 21 points. Probably. Wow. You got three touchdowns on them. 17 to 21. I'm going to give you that little okay. spacing. Yeah, I think it'll be multiple score, like, you know, uh, 10 plus points. Um, the Giants. Fall. This game here. This So we're both Steelers if we didn't, if you guys didn't get that. Um, this next game here. It could have been a battle for one of the top defensive lines in football if a certain someone didn't uh, just get scratched for a season-ending injury. But the Tennessee Titans, with their new addition, Davion Clowney, versus the Broncos, which could have had Bradley Chubb and Von Miller. That could have been so good. And they're both going to be heavy uh, run. I'm assuming, right? You, you think the Broncos are going to uh, still be a heavy run team, or, or you think they're going to start uh, moving into uh, either more balanced or uh, passing attack? I would say probably more balanced. Okay. I think they I, – I could see it going a little either way, but I'm going to say balanced because I think it's going to be somewhere close around there. It just sucks, man, because I had – the Broncos were actually one of my dark horse teams this year. Hey, I love what I they we did. we need to put a cap on your dark horse teams, all right? There's two. Two. Lions and them. No, and the Bears. Don't forget. I said not the Bears. <laughs> I said like five times. I know, I know, I know. I know. Don't, I'm not letting you put that asterisk on, the, on my record. You know? I don't want that. If, no, you, but, if you just uh, say there's five dark horses – you're bound to have one hit, all right? No one needs to know about the other four. Yeah, but I, I like to pick teams that, like, are not, like, yeah, some people like them, but, like, most people don't have them going. Uh, yeah, like, I, I agree. Like, I see what you're doing. I, like, I'm not going to pick the Titans or, like, the freaking, like, you know, the well, Chiefs. Like, that's not It's kind of hard to say the Titans is a dark horse team after they just were in the AFC Championship, no, yeah? But you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm not picking, like, super high-level teams. Yeah, I, that's I, I, I do really like this team. I like the weapons with Jerry Judy, Jerry KJ Judy. Hamler, Jerry Judy has been looking amazing in practice from what I have heard from my Colton outside Sutton. sources. 
Yeah, like you already know Cortland Sutton, Noah yeah. Font, who was nice last year, and then they got Albert O. Big Abubakan. Albert O. Big Albert O. I just – it's unfortunate that Bradley Chuck's still working his way back from the ACL mm-hmm. and now Vaughn Miller because I, I also like what they did on defense, man. Like I think they made a lot of like solid moves, kept Harris. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, wait. Terrell Casey and A.J. No, Bouye. Wait, are you talking about uh, Chris Harris? Not Anthony Harris. Uh, not Chris Harris. Yeah, because you got Anthony Harris is the Vikings. The safety freak. Uh, Justin Simmons. Oh, Simmons, yeah. Okay, my bad. Simmons is Harris is with the Vikings. Yeah, so, like, I just I feel like they were there, you know? Yeah. Like, the defense was probably as good or better, and Bryce Callahan was, like, had an off year. That was the guy playing the slot. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know? I like what they did. I really, I really liked what they did. I, I think this is a tough blow. So I agree. I'm, I'm, I can't pick them this week. Yep, definitely Titans. I, I kind of hope Derrick Henry uh, doesn't do what he usually does and like kind of starts off slow. You know, I hope he, he, yeah. he kind of carries it on from last season. But golly, I don't know any sane person that would want to stand in front of him or try to tackle him. That is a yeah. massive individual, massive. Yeah, and I he hope, runs I hope, like what uh, a four four or four three, like high four three. Yeah, I think it's like four. I think it's four 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 five. Yeah, nah, nope, negative. Or it might be late four threes actually. I don't know, somewhere around there. But I'm hoping my boy Will Compton plays. That's all that matters. We're busting with the boys. Yeah, and you got Big Taylor. Yo, shoutouts, oh, no free shoutouts. You want to talk about um, look like I I like this kid a lot. And they kind of like drafted him early, but whatever. Isaiah Wilson, big boy, big boy. The Titans. Yeah. yeah, he was so he's he was really cool in their podcast too. And he, yeah, he's he a yeah. panda. I don't think he's starting. I think Dennis Kelly's starting. Yeah, I think but, he is. Yeah, they talked about it a little bit. Yeah, they also got someone I really personally have always liked, Christian Fulton, at corner mm-hmm. from LSU. Yeah, that's I I think that was big for them because Logan Ryan's was not good last year so good luck Giants with that one yeah so let me let me go back and count here I think we were different on one two no it's at least two because I picked the Cardinals yeah I picked the Niners yeah two then I picked the Dolphins you picked the Patriots wow this sucks (laughs) I mean at least there's two could have been zero yeah and and uh we're gonna try to keep track of it throughout the season so we could see who's better at this but obviously um i would say it's not going to be a large margin because for the most part we we uh, generally agree on on things i would say we didn't like really yeah. talk about any of the matchups or anything either before it just just happened like david didn't even know all the games till i just started reading them off yeah i kind of I'm not one as much as I love football. Jesse knows I read about and do all this stuff. I'm not one of those guys. Weirdly enough, that like I know the whole schedule by heart and like who plays who, what time, and all that. Because I mean, does that stuff matter? Yeah, but once I read it once, like I can give you my opinion pretty quick. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it's not. I don't think any. That's why I, I kind of like that we did it this way. And me and Jesse don't try to one talk about it so we know what we're gonna say, and two, we don't try to like stir controversy. Like I'm not trying to like say something that I don't actually believe to get him you know, hyped up or freaking out or get people like, whoa, and same with Jesse. I don't know. Yeah. We just try to get our honest opinions here. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think that's key. It's just, um, I mean, I think we know enough to have uh, somewhat valid opinions, you know? But, yeah, it's 
it is opinions. Like uh, I'm not sitting here looking up how many rushing yards the the Eagles have allowed and how many rushing yards a game that the football team has averaged. Like it's just like from what we've seen, their roster construction. Um, it's just it's stuff you like learn over watching football and as you like watch college football you start to know these college guys that these teams are acquiring and you kind of see how they fit into the pro team style because for the most part they don't change that much unless there's um, a coaching change um, but usually you know that by this time of the year and uh, you and the, the coaching carousel is it's called the carousel for a reason it's it's usually the same names that are get bouncing around just different locations so so you you just become accustomed to certain play styles right definitely definitely i think just the best way to learn is to watch no matter what anyone says like i read a ton of articles but at the end of the day i first started out watching football a ton of football and playing a ton of madden combination Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of ways to learn a lot, but number one, we'll always be watching. Yeah, and and that's what we want uh, people to get from this. Like, you could go out and um, watch first take or or watch like a show, um, read an article, and you're like these people are saying their opinions. They're not like stating. Yes, they'll say facts with like um, numbers and stuff, but at the end of the day, like we want everyone to have their own opinion. We want it to be known that. Not everyone's going to agree. It's okay to have different opinions. Like how me and David, we uh, we disagree sometimes. Um, but a lot of our friends uh, don't see stuff the same way. And that's okay. That's that's how you have discussion. That's how you guys come together. You build stronger uh, friendships. You And like, um, it's just, we just want people to, to have a similar feeling when it comes to football. You know, we want it to like start rolling and you know how, when you're on your work week and you start getting towards Friday and you're like, Oh, here's the weekend. Can't wait to relax. Well, we kind of want it to, you got, you're rolling up, you get to Thursday and you're like, okay, we got football tonight. Then you got to go, Oh, we got one more day of work and we got college football Saturday and we got the Holy day NFL football on Sunday. And then you got your Monday night game to get you through your, uh, your Monday woes. Just happy it's back, and just happy it's back, and college is yeah. back. And we didn't really touch on um, because of uh, the stuff going on with us personally. We didn't touch on the NBA holdout and and that stuff. Um, there was some talk about potentially the NFL holding out a couple, like a week ago or so, and it's come to the conclusion that we're playing. Like there, there's gonna be games. But the, the Houston Texans and the Chiefs, the players and the teams as a whole, have been talking to organize a demonstration um, to to address the injustices and stuff like that. And it definitely needs – something needs to be done. I, I, I agree with everything that these guys are standing for. Um, and the, they're – I think they're doing – they're using their platform in a proper way. Yes, to a lot of people, they're just athletes and they're just getting paid money to, to throw a ball around or whatever. But they're on a celebrity status. They do represent a majority that is being marginalized and, and um, treated unfairly. And I think they're doing the right thing by trying to raise awareness, try to actively get 
um, people to register to vote because that has been historically an issue. And I, I do think that it is important what they're doing. And, and I think this movement should have a impact on our future. Is that how you I, know? I honestly can't say I disagree with any of that. I mean, we, you know, obviously we are both white guys that grew up, you know, I would say pretty privileged, you know, pretty blessed. You know, I'm not going to pretend like I understand where any of these guys are coming from. But all we can do is like what everyone says is listen, try to educate ourselves, try to understand, try to be as helpful as we can, you know, show all love and support and vote, of course, and just, you know, just really just be the best people we can be on a daily basis and, you know, not just donate or go protest or whatever, post a black image on your Instagram, but really just try to educate ourselves, like I said, and educate others and really just try to learn and from all these people, all these athletes, all these normal people we know, all these, you know, everyone, yeah. you know, the best we can. Yeah, practice. That's all we can do. Practice sharing love because that, that's what you need. It's not going to, it's not going to, um, it's not going to just happen like at a snap of a finger. It's, it, it's not going to happen like once you submit your ballots. It, this is going to have to be a, um, a movement over, over years, over time. And, and just sharing love, being understanding and, and trying to listen because obviously we're, none of us come from the same background. Every, everyone's different. Everyone has different situations and it's hard to understand other people and how they feel, but it's worth listening and trying to consider it. Totally, totally agree. I think Jesse's hit everything on the, on the spot right there. He's kind of said everything that needs to be said. Yeah. And with that said, everyone, we love you and appreciate you. We want uh, nothing but positive vibes. We want it to be a loving world, not just our, our community, our little community that we're trying to start, but the world in general, an understanding. Um, but please go give us a, a follow on instagram and twitter at imho sports pod again that's imho sports pod um please leave us a like and rating on itunes or spotify we really hope you enjoy the first week of football and we hope that you guys learned some stuff from this today celtics and seven baby let's go all right we'll be back uh, probably in a couple of days to, to do some basketball talk if anyone's interested in that. All right. Peace, guys. Peace, guys. Forgive me for my wrongs. I have just begun. Rosa!